you know, necessity is the mother of invention and being poor is the mother of creative Christmas <laughs> gifts, I think. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know? And could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. It is Christmas time. It's Christmas. We love Christmas. Baby, <laughs> are you calling me baby? You're calling the audience no, baby. The audience baby, just right. baby. That's baby. that's a powerful statement. There. Hey, babe, we love Christmas. Christmas is an exciting time. It's a fun time. It's a, it's great right. memories. Lo- lots of joy. Lots of excitement. Time with family. You know, usually you're getting together. You're eating food. We love to eat food. Yep. We we talk about the forever on F's faith. It's involving Christmas. Yeah. Family. family Christmas. Friends, Friends, certainly. Maybe not free. We'll substitute food in. Well, there's freedom. Yeah. But, um, and grit, I don't know if grit. <laughs> grit is when you don't get what you wanted. Actually, you just got to smile and act like you some did. Some of our Christmas stories we're about to share <laughs> do have grit. So we decided to go off track a little bit, which, you know, we're pretty straight, at least on this podcast, and it follow a very consistent, detailed yes, plan. very straight. Very, very serious. But we decided today we were just going to have some fun with it and tell some Christmas stories. And we were just, you know, uh, reminiscing. Yes, we were, Brian. (laughs) Amazingly, our first two Christmases in Albuquerque weren't in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. So how's that happen? Yeah, we've we've talked about these. The very first Christmas, we went back to Ohio and uh, you moved your family back. Yeah, I went back to get my family. Yep. And you went back. I think your family was already out there. Did you go back home? I don't remember. I don't think I went back. You didn't go back. I didn't so go you back. You did spend your <laughs> first, first Christmas in you Albuquerque. You did spend your first Albuquerque Why Christmas it? in Albuquerque. Let's start over. We no. got to start over. No, we got to roll. <laughs> we got to roll. Angie's going to hear this and be like, you nimbusle. That's all right. This Wait, is- nimbusle. <laughs> This is real life happening, no. folks. Come oh, yeah. on. Just if keep this rolling. Was you, we would start over. No. Well, I wouldn't have done that. I would have remembered. <laughs> you're not an imbecile. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I would have remembered that my first uh, uh, Christmas <laughs> with my about? wife in Albuquerque was actually in Albuquerque. We had a very quaint, quiet first Christmas in Albuquerque. It was <laughs> it was special. With you just know what you do remember Angie. about that Christmas? The peppers. The the chili peppers the chili on the door. Peppers that you lighted that, that you was, bought. That was the welcome gift to Angie when she came out. Uh, we brought, we came back. I brought the family after Thanksgiving, and it was the start of the Christmas season. And we, I had, I'd gone to a craft fair, and we got lighted chili peppers that we put on the front door, and we actually still have those today. The lights don't still work, but that's uh, that's something that stuck with us and became a tradition. Yeah. So. so you had your your first Christmas in Albuquerque that first year. I went back because my family was still in Ohio. And so I went back my first Christmas. There was really Christmas of goodbyes. And it was kind of interesting because Christmas is a fun, joyous time. 
but it was a little bit sober uh, with the family seeing uh, me. It was mostly with Lori's fam- family I spent the time with, but having them see me taking Lori and their grandkids or you know ne- nieces, nephews back to Albuquerque. So that was it was a little bit of a bittersweet. Then. Then the second Christmas. The second Christmas in Albuquerque wasn't, wasn't in Albuquerque, Albuquerque for we, either of us. We had built a little bit of a team. We flew back to Ohio to spend Christmas there. I'm really cracking up on the Nimbusold. <laughs> <laughs> that was just great. But while we were in Ohio, things went off the rails in Albuquerque. Yes, they did. And Much you might like remember just this. happened I here. It was similar. I think it was episode 25, Bethany. Look at, we, look at yes. that memory. Because December 25th, the 25th gotcha. Christmas. Yes. So... We, unfortunately, if you haven't heard that episode, it's a fun one to go back and listen to, but we had to fire our entire crew right before Christmas. Yeah. A couple of days before Christmas, we're in Ohio. The Our little elves were out in Albuquerque taking all the gifts from under the tree, yeah. uh, regardless of whose name was on the tag. It's kind of, they were, they were playing the Grinch that year. Yeah. They were the Grinch. That's a good, good point. And so we had to fire them right before Christmas. We fire our whole team. Right after Christmas, we had to leave Ohio and go down to Florida to help Ty with a project he had sold. So we went home to be with family and didn't really get to Stay spend a whole family. lot of time with family. Although Ty's family, that was good. So that got crazy. But then we got to a point where the next couple of Christmases we spent we in, Albuquerque. in Albuquerque. And we, we, honestly, I mean, we talked through this, but we had some really lean days there. And so you think of Christmas and you think of presents and you want to make it fun. And we have families with little kids, but sometimes when times are tight, you can't have all of the presents of the things that you want to do. So uh, we had to get creative and, you know, necessity is the mother of invention and being poor is the mother of creative Christmas <laughs> gifts, I think. And so I I remember uh, very well, Angie was such a good mother. She did such a good job of making sure the kids had something to open. And, you know, for us, again, we have uh, Julian Page were, you know, pretty young at the time and they like to do things like draw and color. So we would go out and wouldn't even buy a coloring book, but we would buy stacks of paper because you, you could get more. All right, a coloring book, you only get like 20 pages. They go through that so fast. So we would get these stacks of paper and we would get boxes of crayons and not the Crayola kind. And we would <laughs> the get the, brand. The, the toxic version, you know, that was a little bit less expensive. <laughs> and, 65. And we would, we would wrap these things up. And I remember like having uh, things wrapped up in, you know, just plain paper that was, you'd have, uh, you know, the paper is one package crayons is another package and then another <laughs> box of crayons and maybe we would splurge and get some markers i mean we would have this entire christmas of all these things under the tree and maybe it was ten dollars worth of gifts for each kid i mean but the kids didn't know any better they loved it right they they were thankful they were excited and we made it a joyful christmas for them yeah and the thing the thing some of the things we were forced to realize was and we know it but you kind of get distracted from it is Christmas isn't about the presents. It's not about how many or how much of the value. As men of faith, it's about Christ. It's about what happened on that day, the birth of Christ. But it's also about family. It's about spending time together. And it's about thinking of others more than thinking of yourself. I, I really think that's, we talk about giving gifts. And in high school, I was one of those goofballs that I gave gifts to get gifts. And I remember getting with Ty and because we went to high school together and we went to the mall 
the the um, Southern Park Mall, and we took like ten bucks, and we had this list of ten girls we were going to buy presents for. You were a player, and we found. <laughs> listen, oh, oh. listen, we found dollar gifts. Everything was, and they didn't have dollar stores then. Everything was dollar less. We found <laughs> stuffed animals or something. But what we did is we made sure we told all these girls, "Hey, you know, don't worry about it, but we're getting you a gift." You are such a creep. And so then we gave out these 10 gifts that were so cheap and terrible. And in return, you know, these girls, they bought us real decent gifts. So we got 10 good <laughs> gifts for giving away these terrible oh. gifts. Uh, sorry, Ty, for blowing the whistle on that one. But I think it, what, what is that, 40, almost 40 years, the 39 years? Statute. Um, so that was, that was a terrible example of giving to get. And I think a lot of times in Christmas, people do that. Well, I'm going to give a gift because I think I'm going to give some, get something back. That's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about giving. Um, you know, God set the example by giving his son Jesus to us on Christmas, uh, not, nothing in return. And that's how we should be. And that's what, when you're in the lean times, Brian, you learn that. You learn to just find a way yeah. to give, find a way to enjoy time together and things like that. So what happened to me, you and Angie came up with a very creative solution for your kids. I was sitting there and it was my first Christmas in Albuquerque, which was the winter of 2004, the Christmas of 2004. Lori was pregnant with Colton. And that's a couple of days before Christmas. And I'm sitting like, oh my goodness, I don't have anything to give Lori. I don't have any money to even get something to give Lori. I don't know what to give her. And I was just, I was stuck. And I came up with this idea, and this is before we have all the media stuff we have today, of making a video. So I took a song, it was a Switchfoot song, and I went and I took pictures through the year, and I made this like four-minute video, kind of recapping the year in pictures of Lori and of our family, and I gave that to Lori. And oh my goodness, that I, I think that was the most impactful and meaningful present I've ever given. This is your life? Is that the song? This is your life. Good song. And, uh, and then that actually became somewhat of a tradition. And for the next 10 years, every year, that was all Lori wanted for Christmas was this video, this, you know, picture recount of, of the year and, and what we did in our family. And, uh, it really became pretty fun. And we, and we created something that is still very valuable to us this day. So that, that was kind of a neat Christmas. That's story. a great one. And I, 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 you know, remember you doing that and getting to see that for the first time. And you really showed me up because I don't know that I, I think I probably got Angie a stack of paper. And, that's <laughs> okay. She's forgiven but you, me. But you wrapped it in multiple <laughs> things. So she felt like she yeah. was opening a lot. But no, that was, that was a tradition that I remember uh, stuck for years. And I ended up creating videos for Angie at different times. And, and that was a really, uh, it was a powerful, powerful gift and something that really was a great tradition. Um, and then, yeah, I just think back again, sometimes in those lean times, you get some of the funnier, more memorable things. And, you know, one time I remember, um, you know, we didn't have, have money for, for Christmas trees. We used to growing up, we always gotten live Christmas trees. And even today, my kids are, are really big fans of live Christmas trees. I mean, who wants something artificial and plastic? Like <laughs> I just don't understand I, it. I can't figure that out. But anyway, um, we decided one year we didn't have the money for a live Christmas tree. We were going to have to get an artificial one. I know most of you are saying, but aren't artificial trees more 
than Latchers. <laughs> no, well, not you the when one you go Brian to Big Lots <laughs> and uh, you get one for, I think we spent $15. It was under $20 for a tree. And we put this tree up and it was about <laughs> three and a half to four feet tall. But we load, actually, it was taller than that. I think it was actually probably almost five feet tall. We load it with decorations to try and cover up all the bare spots because you can, I mean, you put this tree up and you can see right through to the wall. You're like, this isn't good. And you fluff it up, do whatever you can. Well, we were, you know, trying to, um, we're actually getting ready to, I think, go on a, a, a drive to to see mom or to do something. And, and we were loading the car, doing something in the car. And we came back in the, in the house in Albuquerque and Meredith, who was, you know, one at the time, um, was in her little saucer and she, or, you know, crawler and she had crawled over to the tree and had pulled the entire Christmas tree down on herself. And she's <laughs> sitting there with this Christmas tree on top of her. It was just hilarious. And one of those things that, no, I'm not saying that that was good or, or well, it was funny, but had we not gotten the cheap tree, you're never in a position would have never that that can happen. Over. Meredith, the incredible Hulk pulling down the Christmas tree. Great memory. Yeah, we, um, it was, this is a little story around Christmas time, but it was before, it was long before, it was before Lori and I had kids. Sorry if I throw this one in there. It is perfectly right. fine. But so, nimbusle. so we were somewhat newly married. We were maybe three years into our, our marriage and we we're part of the, the, uh, I think it was our youth group, not youth group, but young married couples group at church we partnered with, and I can't remember if it was an organization or some group that wanted to provide for uh, the the less, uh, the people that um, didn't have as much. I, I want to be careful what I say, but the needy. And the idea was we each got four or five families, and, and instead of buying gifts for each other, we spent our money buying gifts for these families. We got a list kids and what gifts they might have, or if it was a single mom or, or a couple that didn't have much money, what gifts they would want. And we actually drove around. I, I don't know if it was Christmas Eve. It, might, it was, I think it was Christmas Eve. If not, it was the 23rd. We drove around that evening and we went to these five different houses and we got to go up and knock on the door and provide them with these presents. And some of the houses we got to stand there while the, the, the kids opened the presents right there. And that was really, really fun. And that was one of the first times for me where I really experienced that concept of giving and not receiving. Because as a kid, you grow up and what you want is Christmas presents and the fun. But here I'm newly married and and we're giving and not getting. And, and that, that was really enjoyable. And it was fun to see the joy and excitement you brought to other people. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, there, there are great ways. And I think Christmas is a great time to, to share. And there are plenty of people that you know, uh, you can bless during this time by buying gifts or doing something nice or, or helping out. And, uh, I think that's, that's a, a great tradition. Well, I was, I was going to say we had a, so we talked about our first Christmases in Albuquerque. We also had a last Christmas in Albuquerque. We did. And that one was probably the most memorable Christmas Maybe yeah. one of our most memorable Christmases of all time. And and I, this sounds silly, but when you say memorable, and we're talking memories. Yes. Right? Memories that last a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, just just special moments. Yeah. So what we had done, we lived in Albuquerque, and, and we traditionally, I mean, I remember a couple of Christmas days, it was like 50 and sunny, you know, you, you're high altitude, so you, sometimes you get some cold weather, but for the most part, 
it was sunny in Albuquerque. So we rarely had a white Christmas. And we decided uh, we were going to rent a cabin. This was our last time there. We were going to go into the mountains, a place called Angel Fire, northern New Mexico, and rented a house that we were going to share. Your family, my family, we're all going to get together and just have a great time. All right. So I want to pause you because this was 2006, coming up on 2007. We were starting to turn the corner a little bit in our business. Right? Correct. Because you know about renting a house. Now, we'd been to Angel Fire before. We, we did go to Angel Fire <laughs> but once we before. we did not pay to go there. We did one of those timeshare things where yes. we got to go two days, stay two days for free, but we had to in go In the middle through, of the summer. Yeah, in the middle of the summer. To the ski slope. At the ski slope. We got to ride up we the, did ride the, the slopes and walk yeah. around on the grass at the top of the ski mountain and come back down. But um, So this was... And you get back to your story, but this was also special because this is the first time I think we ever had money to actually do something. It wasn't extravagant, but we got to do something. Yeah. That was kind of neat. But we we wanted to, to create only Christmas. I think we actually set it up that we were going to drive up on the 26th, the day after Christmas. But um, ironically, it just so happened that this was the Christmas that God decided to provide snow in Albuquerque. And it snowed. <clears throat> we ended up getting... I, it was, I don't know, 14, 16, 18 inches of snow in the city of Albuquerque, which shut everything down. They don't plow the streets there. They're not used to that. They don't have salt trucks. So, I mean, it was a mess trying to get out. Everybody snowed in. They're, you know, all the stores are closed. Everything's shut down. And we're trying to drive up Into the, the mountains. mountains. <laughs> and we had, we had, at this point, purchased a vehicle, like a, a utility vehicle right. for work that we used to groom some things. We, we were going to take it, it up for work. And we were going to take it up. It's intended. It was definitely used for work purposes, but it also could be used to have some fun. So we were going to go take it up into the mountains and ride around. And we had some sleds. Uh, we weren't going to do any skiing lifts or anything. One, because we don't really ski. And two, because we had kids little kids. Little. But we were going to go sled ride and have a good time. But it was. It was a frightful drive to get yes, to Angel Fire, to drive through the mountains. That, and that's that's white knuckle driving oh right there. Oh, my goodness. But we made it, and we we spent time just hanging out as a family. Uh, I remember having hot cocoa. I remember going sledding. I remember yep, you and Lori. Fireplace in the, in the house. Yeah. You and Lori took a pretty good bump yeah, so on we're, one of the so hills. We're, we're, we're sled riding. Going down on these pet plastic sleds and, you know, everybody's going down. Lori and I jumped on one of these together and we went down and we hit a rock and we didn't see the rock because we were on snow. But as the powder crunched down, we hit the rock and both Lori and I broke our ta- tailbones. Now, that was an undiagnosed break. But I'm going to tell you, my tailbone still hurts today. There is no doubt we both broke our tailbones and we were laying there moaning and yeah. But it was fun. I agree. And we had snowball fights. I mean, that was just an absolute blast. And I, I remember, I mean, our kids have, I mean, they've called to, to try and redo that trip sometime. I don't know. We might have missed should, that window. No, I don't we know. should dial it up, bring the grandkids too. But we would put the rhino at the bottom of the hill and we would like sled, sled right down. down. And then the person on the rhino would load up the kids in the sled, drive back up to the top, drop them off, and drive back down. Yeah. And we'd load up and send down. And, one of the times, I can't remember exactly what happened. Maybe you were doing something with the rhino or something's going on down there. The rhino's the the uh, u- utility vehicle. And we're at the top of the hill, and maybe I sent it too early, but I sent down Paige and Jenna Lee, who Paige was six and Jenna Lee was three, um, down the hill. 
and Brian wasn't looking. They zipped right past Brian. He was supposed to be down there to catch him. They actually shoot out, go across a road. A road that cars were traveling on. <laughs> Into another field. Luckily, they, they did not oh. get hit by a car, and they went in between the cars that would have been there. That, that was one, a, Angie yeah. wasn't too happy about that one. I I was a nimbusle. I really <laughs> blew that one, and it was, uh, yeah. But the good news is Everybody everyone was, was okay. fine. Everyone, we had just great memories. And I think, you know, one of the, the special time or special things we do at Christmas time is just get together as families, just take the time to enjoy the blessings that we've been given. And, and just, I mean, you just have that concentrated family time and enjoy each other. And so hopefully you enjoyed some of these <laughs> Christmas stories and, and their takeaways that you can look at your Christmases and create some special memories for your family. And, and we would just remind you that your conditions don't define the joy. Some of our best memories happened in the hardest and leanest points of life. The the amount of money in the bank or the amount of money you can spend on it presents, did, didn't that matter. doesn't define the quality of your holidays. No, not at all. And I'd say most importantly, don't forget the reason for the season. You yeah. talked about it. It's about Christ's birth. It's about the gift that God gives us in Jesus and uh, what a special gift that is. Yeah, what what a... What a neat opportunity we have to celebrate that, to celebrate that miracle birth, that that gift of life that was given to us, and to do it, hopefully, focused around our family and, and spending time together. And if you're not with your family, then, you know, maybe hang on to memories or, or you know, what you can until you're, you're reunited. But we always have that blessing of Christ. Yeah, and I just to close, I wanted to, to share from uh, the Gospel in Luke chapter 2, uh, and you might have heard Linus quote this in the famous Charlie Brown Christmas, but I'm just going to read verses 10 and 11. So Luke 2, 10 and 11, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. So again, fear not. Good news of great joy and for all the people. So if you're listening to this, that message is for you. That's a special gift that God has for you. And I just pray that uh, you would receive it. And that, you know, that is an example of the most selfless thing we could imagine. Christ being uh, given as a child uh, to, to be here on this earth and then ultimately to die for our salvation. That is selfless. And our ask of you, or our challenge to you would be, Try to focus on being selfless this holiday season. What can you do not to make your joy better, to be good for you? Not that you don't want to have joy. We want to have joy every opportunity we get. But what can you do to bring joy to others? Yeah, really. It's one of those paradoxical paradoxical things, right? The more you focus on yourself and what you get, the less joy you actually have. And the more you focus on others and giving, the more joy, the joy that comes back. Absolutely. So, uh, have a joyful Merry Christmas. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for being a part of our audience. Merry Christmas. Yeah, God bless. And, and uh, even over the, the Christmas season, let's go out and be people of impact. This is the Thread Army reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.